Hey, and welcome to Fit Me to Rock Fitness Podcast, a podcast for people who want to get no BS information about fitness and know that fitness is about so much more than losing scale weight. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Tura Virta, personal trainer, strength and nutrition coach, and most of all, a husband of my beautiful wife, Miriam. Each week, my guests and me will give you some no BS fitness tips and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness journey as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing in life with enjoyable but still effective strategies. If your goal is to look better, feel and be strong and experience transformation from inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for jumping in. And now let's jump into today's episode. So welcome to this uh, episode. Today I'm talking about how to uh, get out of weight loss plateau. So if you are in a situation that you are in a calorie deficit, but you are not making any progress. So uh, in this uh, training, I will tell you how to know if you are actually in a weight loss plateau. And uh, then if you are, uh, how to get out of that and uh, and uh, uh, kind of boost your metabolism. So there are a lot of uh, information available. And in this, uh, this episode, I want to tell you exactly steps, step by step guide, how to actually start boosting your metabolism and, uh, and uh, get out of that weight loss plateau. So, uh, first of all, uh, how to know if you are in a, in a plateau. So if you are not, because uh, it, it's often you feel like that you are not feeling any any or you are not making any progress that you feel that way but you are not uh, actually in a plateau so so if you are tracking accurately because that is first of all that you have to know how many calories you are taking in so if that you are actually in a calorie deficit so that is the first step to know that you are tracking accurately then uh, that if you you should uh, you have to ask yourself have you been at least four weeks in a calorie deficit and uh, if you are just starting so you are just uh, starting that calorie deficit thing and you might start uh, also strength training this is not uh, in the beginning it might take even longer but let's say that you have been doing something what have worked initially in the beginning but then something happened and suddenly the same things what you have done before are not working so but make sure every every week every month is not going to be same so make sure you are uh doing it at least for four weeks and uh, then uh, uh, how to know what kind of progress you are expecting to see so you have to know uh, you have to measure your progress in uh, other ways I did a podcast episode episode 80 in my fit me tour of fitness podcast how to know what kind of measurements you should be taking to know if you are making fat loss progress so but in short you should take pictures so you are comparing your pictures, what you have been in the past. You should take tape measurements. So you know, um, you have take like, for example, what, what I uh, recommend to do is simple tape measurements from your belly button, from hips, uh, from upper legs, uh, from arms. And uh, then you are tracking your workouts. So you know that you are you making progress in your workouts. Are you able to uh, use heavier weights? Are you getting stronger? at the gym or in your workouts and uh, uh, then you are also you should track your average weight 
per week. Not those daily values because they will always fluctuate. But let's say that you uh, wake yourself every single day in the morning after toilet before you have been eating or drinking anything. And uh, from that number, you take average scale weight per per week. And this is one number what you are getting. And this in a long period of time should go down. But let's say that now it has been month, nothing has happened. It's a sign that something is going on. So this is that you are actually measuring what kind of things. And then uh, uh, you should and don't expect that average scale weight, because if you know uh, how calorie deficit is working. So if your calorie deficit is, let's say, 500 calories per day on average, so 3,500 calories per week, it's uh, that you can expect to lose half kilo, one pound per week on average, but it's it's not every week same. You might lose uh, other week, you might lose uh, two pounds or one kilo. Next week, you don't lose anything. You are still in an average. Or if you lose within first week, two kilos, next three weeks, you are maintaining your weight. You are still in an average. So, but when this uh, stalls out later on, uh, this might be a sign that you are not on average that... Uh, that speed and um, it could be uh, if it's not that much but uh, it could be also that it's going later but that's just uh, stay in there and don't expect because those unrealistic expectations are one of the best ways to actually uh, get frustrated quit and uh, and so have realistic expectations and know what you should be expecting and if your deficit is smaller don't expect to lose one kilo every two weeks or half kilo per week so it, it's it's uh, slower but that's totally fine it don't have to be fast uh, then what else uh, how to know if you are actually making that uh, progress is to um, measure your consistency so it in order if you go most of us we think that we try so hard we work so much but we are not making any progress so uh, you have to be sure that you are at least 80% consistent. So it means that you are eating in a deficit, 80%, hitting your calorie co- calorie goals, eating your pro- protein goal, you're doing your workouts, you're getting your steps in at least 80% of days. And if you are not quite sure, if you are doing, if you are 80% consistent, get some kind of consistency calendar. What I love to use is that, let's say you have your couple goals, what you have, you print out, calendar of the month and uh, you start to track your consistency because most of us we feel like that we work so hard but in the end we are not that consistent because if you start to think back ah there was that one week and uh, um, like a three days then I pinched uh, on that day too so you might be 60% consistent and uh, with 60% effort consistency don't expect to get 100% results so uh, this is a this is uh, uh, something what is what is very very common. So, but uh, if you are if you have your consistency goal, for example, like I said, your goal is to hit your calories, getting your workouts in, getting your steps in, and if you are eighty percent consistent with all those goals, what you what are leading to fat loss, then you are consistent enough. But before telling that you are in a plateau, make sure that you check those things uh, that it's at least four weeks. You are not making any progress, not only scale weight, but uh, tape measurements, pictures, uh, your clothes, um, average scale weight, and there is no sign of any progress. So that, that is called plateau it, if it has been at least four weeks. And uh, and in the beginning, if you are just about to start or you, you just started, you might take it might take even two, three, 
four months before you start to see some kind of uh, progress, uh, especially like on a, on a scale base. So this is um, very, very important before we start to talk about how to get out of that plateau. So you know that you are actually in a plateau. So what is what is what do you know that uh, what you should be doing, like uh, how to get out of plateau? Basically, you have two options that uh, kind of what I love to call uh, losing strategy is to like let's say that you start your calorie deficit uh, let's say your maintenance calories i pick some random number your maintenance calories should be 2000 so you start you are very new in this dieting you start you pick for example from my calorie calculator you get your calorie deficit calories let's say that your calorie deficit calories are 1500 now you are losing some weight for for uh, first let's say five uh, three to five kilos uh, in pounds, it's five to ten. So then, after that, you are doing exactly same thing, but uh, then you hit the uh, plateau. So nothing happens, and then you know you think that okay, now I just have to reduce even more. So you cut another five hundred calories. Now you are thousand, maybe thousand two hundred, something like that. You might still be able to lose uh, another couple kilos, but then it's it's uh, or you can you might some activity to create that calorie deficit bigger but what is the what is the problem with this that these these options are very unsustainable so when uh, if you think that uh, this is the only way how you deal with the plateaus that you are always trying to do more or restrict more and then you are feeling frustrated that i don't have just willpower i can't take it anymore then that is totally normal and uh think it think it that this is uh this is very common because you have been told if you watch social media that to lose fat you know you have to be in a calorie deficit you have to move and do more but when those things are not working anymore and it feels that you are working so hard but uh but nothing happens so so uh but this is this is and this is the one of the biggest mistakes that you are kind of trying to be in a calorie deficit all the time and uh, especially if you have still fat to lose and uh, it's so scary to take some kind of diet break moving away from calorie deficit in a short period of time to boost and optimize your metabolism for fat loss and then later on it makes everything so much easier and kind of if you think it like in a long term you will see a lot more progress so um, what i what i recommend first of all like now um like if you look back where you are at the moment so if you are in a situation that you have been in a deficit let's say 12 to 16 weeks and if option that cutting and you are not that you are in having that uh, plateau or like there is literally no progress so you are you are going to you have to ask yourself is eating less and or moving more still going to be sustainable for me if you are honestly thinking that mm, i'm not quite sure it's not going to be your solution if you think that, okay yeah i could be adding easily i want to do it i want to i don't need so much food i could be adding some kind of walking or activity to burn more calories that is a that is a in this case it might work and uh, and uh, but if you are in a situation that with your lifestyle with your schedule with your all other things than fitness in your life 
it's no you want to have include some kind of enjoyment you still want to uh you don't have so much time to work out or or something then this solution is not going to work for you and there is the other solution what i'm just about to talk what you should be doing and uh and uh this is uh this is uh uh the hardest part like going for opposite direction and kind of trying to increase your maintenance calories and this is kind of what i called uh, optimizing your metabolism so if you think like that how how is that working like uh, what is metabolism metabolism is shortly is uh, some of uh, all kind of things what you are doing like it's uh, it's amount of your activity outside of your workouts like how you are if you are using your hands when you are talking if you are um, how many steps you are taking are you taking steps or uh, stairs instead of uh, elevator those all kind of things increasing that is very very effective way to boost your metabolism In eating more protein protein have uh, something called uh, 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 thermic effect of food and this, this is the highest in protein so when you eat more protein you automatically burn more calories and uh, and then when you when you think that what is then optimizing that your metabolism how to actually increase those maintenance calories so if you take all kind of um, calorie calculator and uh, it says that what your maintenance like you give there some kind of data about yourself like for example in my uh, calorie calculator you give your age your weight and uh, also amount of uh, like kind of estimate of your activity levels so with that data it's giving a number and uh, that is it's every calorie calculator is working the same way you give insert some data about you and it it counts on average maintenance level so this is something what you should be aiming for it it's not it's not meaning that it's those are always right and it don't have to be they are only starting points what you should be aiming for but it could be for every person individual and different that number as those calorie calculators they are only as good as data you are giving to them so so but to how to know what is then your maintenance calories and uh, how to actually start boosting your metabolism is that uh, that actually that when you are even you have it, this is the mentally hardest thing to do especially in those cases if you have still some uh, fat to lose and uh, calorie deficit is not working anymore so why you should be just actually go for opposite direction and trying to actually focus on building muscle and uh, and um, uh, kind of eating as much as possible to not gain fat. So what what how and this is uh, something what I what I do a lot with my clients. I will tell you uh, in a short couple uh, good stories how this is working and why it's uh, mentally so hard uh as uh, but mentally if you think it like that why why it's then so hard to do to take some diet break because if you think that what you are seeing hearing all the time like that to lose fat you have to be in a calorie deficit and then somebody is telling that no you should actually eat more so why you are not losing if you are eating very little and you are not losing weight you might be doing strength training you might be doing cardio but still you are not seeing any kind of progress so why is that happening so if you think it like that uh, that if you go without emotion without what you are telling to your body so if you if you think it like that uh, uh, what you are trying to tell to your body with your actions because your body is doing what you usually what you are kind of asking it to do so 
if you are eating in a calorie deficit. So you eat less calories than those your maintenance calories. So you are telling to your body that I need to lose some tissue. So it could be fat, but it could be also muscle. Your body doesn't give a shit which kind of tissue. There is some amount of like, let's say, use this example again, that your body needs 2000 calories to keep you alive, that you have energy to do those walk, uh, do all kinds of activities, whatever you are doing. And, uh, and that amount you need every single day. And now suddenly you, you give only through food and uh, beverages, you give 1500. So there is 500 calories missing. And you think that now, of course, I, I want that it's taking it. I have some reserves here in my belly. And uh, and uh, I want that my body is taking that those reserves, but your body doesn't care if it's uh, if it's taking it from your biceps, your back muscles, or from your belly fat. Obviously, you would like that it's it's from your belly fat, but your body doesn't give a shit where it's taking that energy from. And uh, but it's it have to compensate those that missing energy from some tissue. So how that's why if you are thinking like that, why? why you are you might be losing you might be losing a lot of if you restrict calories let's say that those maintenance calories are 2000 you go for you think that now i want to see faster progress you restrict for thousand calories or you might be even eating if you are really stupid you go even lower than that and then lower you go bigger deficit you create more especially if you don't have a lot of fat to lose or if you have even if you have a lot of fat it's it's likelihood that your body is using muscle to lose to compensate that missing energy it's increasing all the time so don't that's why coaches and trainers are telling that don't eat in a too big deficit as you don't want to lose muscle because if you start to lose muscle mass that is going to make your metabolism even lower as muscle is more active and needs more energy than fat to keep you alive and uh, and move you so uh, this is the reason that this is what you are telling in a calorie deficit that you have to uh, get like kind of lose some kind of tissue to compensate that missing energy. Now, at the same time, if you are telling to your body, you are you have heard that you have to do strength training. So you are doing you are trying to build muscle mass. And if your goal only goal is to lose fat, you do strength training, which is kind of at the same time, you are trying to prevent that that uh, you are not losing that fat from uh, or that weight from your muscles so you are losing more fat and that is that why that strength training is preventing that uh, uh, muscle loss when you are in a calorie deficit but if you try to get stronger which might be possible especially if you are a beginner you don't have a lot of experience with the strength training so you might get stronger especially in the beginning because that is something new your body haven't been used to that but if you are if you have more experience let's say 6 months uh, consistent strength training you are not kind of newbie anymore and uh, this you are not it's going to be so hard to get stronger build muscle mass when you are eating less calories and now at the same time if you think what kind of uh, signals what you are trying to tell to your body if you are doing cardio so cardio is that you are burning even more calories you are kind of trying to tell to your body to become more efficient so if you think that what is what does it mean think it like that if you are going to run you you go you haven't been running if you haven't been running your whole life and uh, let's say you have had a couple years or year that you haven't been running at all you go for run you go let's say you go one mile or or two kilometers you you need uh, uh, 15 minutes 
to run that and uh, it's it might be hard but when you if you are doing exactly same thing 15 minutes two kilometers and uh, maybe in a month it might be first time it was very hard but then in a in a month or two months when you do the exactly same thing it feels already a lot easier so you you have because you have become more efficient your body is more efficient you are more efficient uh, runner and you don't need as many calories as you needed in the beginning because your body has adapted and uh, this is how cardio is working like basically all cardio what you are trying to tell to your body is to become more efficient and uh, now if you think like that all those kind of um, signals what you are trying to tell to your body like if you leave that emotion away what you're saying that you are trying hard because you should be doing all these things uh it's it's they are very conflicting signals so like you are kind of trying to tell to your body to do everything and how your body is responding it might respond that it doesn't do kind of anything because it doesn't know what it should be doing so your body that's why you are hitting often those uh, weight loss plateaus or you are not making any kind of progress and uh, and uh, this is uh, this is uh, this is the biggest mistakes like especially with the cardio if you are trying to like cardio is great tool it's a great thing and uh, so important for your heart health so i'm not telling that you should never do some cardio but if your goal is for example to boost your metabolism i would not recommend you to do some kind of heart cardio walking is always good and uh, this is uh, now i'm going to tell you step by step how to go move away from uh, from uh, uh kind of uh, that weight loss plateau if you are in situation that you have been eating very or low m- amount of calories you are you can't imagine to do it more in a sustainable way or reduce calories in a sustainable way and uh, and uh, uh, at the same time you are not seeing progress so so uh, so if you think it like that how to how what is what it what does it mean if you if you are if you are trying to increase your maintenance calories first and this is something what takes it it's hardest thing mentally to do because if you think it like that you you kind of you know what you should be doing for fat loss but then to going for opposite direction in a short term when your ultimate goal is totally different that is the hardest part to do but now let me explain why it's happening so if your goal is to um increase your metabolism get that metabolism and maintenance calories a bit higher you have to put the focus on strength training so in strength training you are telling to your body that i need more tissue i need more muscle mass and uh, as muscle mass is more active it needs a little bit more calories like i think it's a it, it doesn't sound that much but it's like a seven to ten calories more per pound or per half kilo of uh, lean muscle mass than fat so if you let's say that you you are gaining uh, five pounds of uh, muscle which is possible let's say in in uh, three months so in that as a result you might think that okay it's it doesn't make that big difference it's 35 maybe 50 calories more what your body needs and even that is that is not it's not significant difference but the way the process what is happening and during that process when you are actually uh, building that uh, muscle mass there is uh, something really magical happening so why why that 
why that strength training and reducing cardio than in doing that meta when you are trying to boost your metabolism so uh this is uh it, like i said that building muscle mass it's it needs your body needs more energy than you are what what is there available and if you think like that uh, this is something like that you know you you have been eating more than you needed but you gained fat but what is the only difference what is a calorie surplus so you need let's say that your those maintenance calories are 2000 now you are eating in a slight calorie surplus which could be like a, let's say 10% or 20 even 30% or like optimal muscle gain maybe it would be like 25 30% even above your um, maintenance but let's say that you would eat 20% more so you are eating 2400 calories and uh, at the same time you are sending signals with your body to become stronger so you are doing strength training with progressive overload which means that you are always aiming to do something more so you are really pushing yourself hard you are aiming to add if it's not working every week but you are aiming to add always more weight or do more reps so this means that you are doing progressive overload and at the same time you are with your nutrition you are sending signals to your body that uh, it's you can you are allowed to build more tissue and in this case it will be uh, muscle mass or mostly muscle mass you can't completely avoid that it's going to be only muscle there's always going to be a little part what is fat it's the same if you are in a calorie deficit even if you want to that it's everything is going to be fat there is always going to be part of muscle what you are going to lose also so this is something what you can't completely avoid but when you follow these steps it's something what you can pretty good um, avoid so now when you are and if you are not eating in a calorie deficit but at least on aiming to eat at maintenance level so it's it becomes so much easier for your body to get actually stronger and build that muscle mass when you are allowing it to eat more and uh, and uh, this is because uh, this is the only thing like that if you are if you eat more calories than your body needs or you eat above your maintenance and you are not sending those signals with strength training then your body doesn't know that how how the hell your body should know that i'm going to build muscle mass if you are not sending signals to build muscle mass with strength training so if you are doing just some kind of cardio your body never knows uh what 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 it should be doing with that extra energy but so that's why those those signals what you are sending to your body they are so important so this is uh and and now so then if you think that i what i what i can tell from my experience so when i have worked with some athletes and uh, and or some other fitness fanatics who are who are who are coming to me and they are they are for example they are tracking their calories they are staying active they are doing getting a lot of steps in they are doing cardio they are doing strength training but they are not making any progress and it's it's so frustrating to see when you and to feel when you are working so hard you do everything you are consistent you are working so hard but you don't see results and uh, but if you really think it your body is doing only what it's asked and uh, that step-by-step guide how to get out of this uh, this uh, uh, weight loss plateau is that is that you are aiming to increase those 
maintenance calories and uh, it's it means it means that you are trying to eat as much as possible without gaining fat and in this process uh i love using reverse dieting and uh, reverse dieting if you don't know what it means it it means that let's say that for example uh uh sylvia sylvia is one of my uh clients and uh, she came to me see her maintenance calories should be 2400 uh, or almost two five and uh, she was eating thousand three thousand four hundred calories and didn't make any progress so reverse dieting when we started obviously we were taking that that have been those all those what i said in the beginning that it have been she's consistent tracking accurately uh i have been doing it for a while but doesn't don't see any progress so what we did we started to increase her calories so she started to and she's by the way she's uh, 42 43 at the moment so sylvia is not the youngest one i have done a podcast episode and uh, with her so if you want to listen her story with her words how she felt during that time you will find it from my my uh fit me tour of fitness podcast and that is episode 49 so that is with sylvia we started to raise her calories like uh, week by week so it was in the beginning was like 150 almost even 200 calories per week so first week 1300 week after that 1450 week after that 1600 week after that 1750 week after that 1850 or 1009 and uh, we got her up to a point that uh, she was actually uh, eating that 2400 calories and her weight stayed exactly the same and uh, initially she lost a little bit some uh weight or she actually lost a little bit weight during that process if i don't remember wrong and uh, but ultimately she gained a little bit in the end and now she's actually she's killing it changed her body the way even to scale weight amount what she had it it didn't change a lot but she gained a lot of strength a lot of muscle mass and uh, her body is a lot leaner than before scale weight is same but body is totally different and she's feeling obviously a lot greater so this this was a example how i did it now there was a there's a yahir who is my coaching let's yahir is a younger male and that uh, was exactly the same thing and uh, when we started to actually reduce workouts and uh and uh, not like she was Yahir was also working really hard, working out like uh, six times a week, seven times a week, doing strength training, cardio, everything what I explained. And now we restrict, reduced work, amount of workouts, amount of volumes, and uh, focusing only on those things and at the same time eating more. And this is kind of something what is an, what is, what is like so conflicting that you are telling that how like working harder is, meaning more results but that's not in every case like in those kind of things like your body you have put it probably too much under stress doing conflicting things and when you reduce it that it doesn't mean you work only smarter not harder and that when you are starting to do those things you start to see results by doing less eating more and you are like that holy shit what is happening what what is what is going on that this doesn't make any sense that this feels so confusing but this is this is and this is the hardest part to do if you are alone because you are you are especially if you have some kind of uh, athletic background like this is how i grew up also i was working so hard i was working a lot harder than most of uh, my my other friends who were playing ice hockey in, with the same team with me but 
it was not it was not even close to optimal and now as a coach you know that more is not always better it's not it's it's that you are doing the right things what matters the most and optimizing everything like that your workouts your nutrition and uh, and uh it's not like obviously you get if you are working hard you are ready to and willing to do the work you get so much uh, like if you are not doing it extremely too much it doesn't matter that much you are always going to see some kind of progress but if you are trying to optimize everything it's it's often working smarter is so much more beneficial than trying to kind of do everything and what is the best thing what is the best thing to do if you are seeing results by doing less because this is what i what i do personally also i rather do as little as possible as uh, as trying to kind of do work just so hard and do everything what i could be doing so rather i spend time with my wife or or do something what i truly enjoy than than uh, spending all my extra time by working out so uh so reverse dieting it's it's that you are kind of why why it's then so beneficial basically you could be adding those calories from uh right off the bat like uh increasing like in sylvia's example if she's eating now she was eating 1300 calories and her maintenance was 2400 so if we would raise her calories overnight probably the results in the long term would be the same it it could be that it was a lot faster but uh if you you can imagine if you are if you are eating so little calories you might not like in her case she didn't feel that hungry so her hunger hormones were out of balance and if you are at that point telling to somebody that now you are doubling your food intake and uh, this is going to be first of all your brain is going to tell you that no 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 and uh, then at the same time your your stomach you will feel so full all the time like that oh, i can't eat this much and then at the same time when you are seeing like when you do it this way you are seeing that your body is going to gain some scale weight especially in the beginning and uh and uh, that that's going to be a big thing as uh, emotionally when you see that all is it that I'm, I'm not i'm not going to do it i i gain way too much scale weight but if you keep trusting the process with reverse dieting advantages that uh, that it's not that gain scale weight gain what you are going to do not always but often in the beginning is going to be lower and uh, it, when you are starting to eat more calories it's usually 10 to 14 days when you are gaining scale weight and after that you are a kind of that it's going to fluctuate and you might even start losing weight while eating more so when your hunger and plus that your hunger hormones those ghrelin and leptin uh they are more in a balance and you are uh you actually start to feel hunger again like what is a good thing it's not a bad thing to feel hungry and like because it's it's uh your body it just shows that your body have adapted your hormones have adapted to lower calorie intake so you are not you might not feel even hunger but uh, it's a good thing so your natural appetite is coming back and uh and uh, it's so it's a sign that your those uh, uh hunger hormones are in balance so uh this is this is the best ways and and uh and that's why that reverse reverse dieting i love to use it especially in those cases so it's not it's kind of step-by-step -step thing and uh, when you get up to your uh, maintenance calories you stay there for a while or or like sylvia you might be trying uh, to lose fat make it short if you feel like that you do it but uh, for example sylvia is in so good place mentally relationship with food everything that she 
even she thought she wanted to lose more weight, more fat, but now uh, she decided that at least at this point it's not going to be uh, what she's aiming for, but that obviously can always change over time. But she's so happy that she's allowing and she did this because now you can imagine what kind of situation she is when uh, when she have raised her calories from 1300 to 2400 and if she if we would go from 1300 to fat loss phase she would have to go like 1000 maybe 900 like very ridiculous amount of calories to see progress and now if she's starting her maintenance is 2400 she's cutting it for 2000 maybe 1900 she's starting to see progress so this is this is why this kind of that optimizing your metabolism, it's in a long term, the best strategy for your mental health, for a sustainable way how to do it. So, so because uh, most people, when they do it, do it wrong way, they are thinking those emotions that I just need to lose that fat and fast. And when uh, you try to do it in this way, like that you are restrict, 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 and do more, move more, move more, burn more calories. And uh uh, this is this is it's mentally so hard and you can take it only in, up to a point that you will tell that you now you are so hungry your energy levels are so low you feel uh just frustrated and uh then you end up it always end up that now then you are pinching you are going over your calories and uh and uh you will end up gaining weight and everything back and uh, in the long term it's never going to be sustainable when you do it opposite it's not going to be that fast but if you think it like that because this dieting exercise thing it's not meant to be for a month or two months it's meant to be for life and if you think it like what kind of results you are going to see in a in a two years in a five years in 10 years from now it's it's going to be a lot more sustainable you will have a lot faster progress when you do it and allow yourself to take diet breaks also aiming for improving increasing your metabolism focusing on building muscle mass and uh, and then at that point using those kind of fat loss phases only to lose fat and keeping them short and uh, this way you will feel and um, get that look what you're actually looking for then what about then your workouts in this phase like uh, like i said that uh, strength training is the key when you are trying to improve your um maintenance and and your metabolism so so uh i would like i said i would not if you are in a case uh, that you are uh eating little calories and you are trying to increase your maintenance calories i would not do cardio at all so this is uh, and this is not that i hate cardio or i'm saying that it's not good it's just in this case because it's conflicting signal what you are kind of trying to tell to your body so to not use it what you can do instead is uh, is uh, walking so the best probably the best way to do it is if you think that what is the ideal ideal way i want to do everything what i can in my workout so three times walking 10 to 15 minutes three times walking every day and uh, ideally those are after your meals like let's say you have three meals per day breakfast lunch dinner 10 to 15 minute walk after those meals and this is going to be enough it's it's going to be more it's activity it's also it's low intensity cardio and uh, but it's not going to be too uh hard that your body is kind of that you are sending signals that now you know walking you can always walk but uh but keep them keep them short and if you get 45 minutes walking 
at, during this time, it's more than enough. Later on, you can. This is something cardio. You can always add when you get those your maintenance calories higher. Then it's time you can focus again for more for cardio doing. And especially if you enjoy it, and for your heart, you should always be doing cardio. So not saying that you should not do cardio at all. So, and then uh, strength training. If you are like uh, like in this case, like that, more is not better. Like if you are someone who have been working out six seven times per week i would say that three workouts per week is more than enough at this phase because uh, your body might need also recovery so you haven't allowed your body to recover because working harder is not always better so if you are not you improve you actually if you think like what kind of signals you are doing during strength training you are not getting stronger during training you are actually damaging your muscles during uh, strength training and then when you are actually building that muscle mass it's the time when you are recovering when you are sleeping when you are resting and when you are not giving enough rest your body how to help your body should know if there is all the time like more 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 and obviously this is something it's very individual but what i have seen two to three times a week and maybe in addition some like kind of shorter workouts like which are kind of feeling like light uh, it could be just simple as body weight work, uh, workouts using some resistance bands or something. Those are really beneficial to just to tell to your body that, uh, and reminding that you need to build muscle. You need to get stronger that this is, these are those muscle building signals. So, uh, and those three walks, they are, if you are doing them ideally after your meals, they are helping also with your insulin levels too. So this is, this is shortly explained how you should be doing it if you want to if you are in a situation to how to get out of plateau how to optimize increase your metabolism and your maintenance calories to get them higher again so you can lose fat uh with the, while eating more and this is something uh what i what i love to do what i do for this is my favorite thing to do and uh, and uh, it's often with those uh people who are who are coming to me this is the scariest thing this is the scariest thing mentally to do to go kind of opposite on everything what you have learned what you know what you have heard uh, about fat loss that eating more losing and burning more calories you create calorie deficit which is obviously it's not a bad advice but it's especially in those cases if that is not kind of working anymore or not sustainable anymore then you have to go for opposite direction and if you are in this situation you need any help uh, you can always dm me in my instagram sending me email turo at fitmeturo.com and uh, let's chat if i can give you advices i i don't you don't there's no obligation i love to help people answer my dms answer my emails so but if you obviously if you need help with that implementation that you need someone who is controlling you telling you exactly what to do and helping you with those uh, during that mental process uh, I love to do it and I would love to help you. So I have a few spots in my one-on-one -on -one coaching free at the moment. And uh, just send me DM, uh, email me and uh, let's chat if that is something what is working for you. So thank you for listening and talk to you soon.
Hold up, friend. Do you love Fit Me Turo Fitness Podcast? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. I truly want to know what you think and if this particle episode resonated with you. Would you also please share it? Either send a link to someone who you think will find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it into your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen it. Make sure you tag me so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or TikTok, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Fit Me to a Fitness Podcast.